What's up, y'all? Had a great conversation with Tim DePasquale. He's a producer here from Cleveland who is now living in Mike Busey's Sausage House. And if you don't know what that is, go check it out. Go on YouTube. I don't need to tell you what it is. It's pretty wild. The number one house in America to party at, enough said. So go check it out. And uh, Tim's doing big things. He's a uh, in, been in the music industry for quite a while, was working with Machine Gun Kelly a few years ago, and uh, I think they've stayed in touch. And now he's working with Mike Busey. He's managing Busey. He's producing records. He's working on music and uh, continuing to make a name for himself and, and uh, climbing in this entertainment industry. So we talk about uh, South Euclid Lynnhurst. We talk about, you know, the, the area we're from here in Cleveland, some people we know. And then we get into, you know, his background, his path, his journey, which really is just starting. So uh, look forward to seeing what Tim does in the future. And uh, we will undoubtedly hear from him again uh, in the near future because he's got a lot of things in the works that he'll be able to talk about in more detail when they are finally released, and he'll come back and share that detail with us. So without further ado, please sit back and relax and welcome the one and only Tim DePasquale. Man, so you're uh, you're living in Orlando now, huh? Yeah. How did you get, so how did you go from Cleveland to Orlando? How, how did that go about? Uh Pretty much, I was on tour with Machine Gun Kelly, um, met a guy at the Orlando show. He always comes out to the show. His name is Mike Busey. Um, he was a friend of the a friend of the camp, mm-hmm. and uh, we stayed in touch over the years, and he uh, moved into a new house. He's got a nice little 88-acre estate out there in uh, Orlando, and he um, he just, he was like, yo, I need a, I'm running a studio out of my house, and I know you can do it, and... Uh, I went out there and uh, fell into something different, but it it was cool. It's it's a cool vibe. It's different to get away to Orlando, you know. So you went out there. What happened? You let's back up. Okay. We're from, we're, from, we're from the same alma mater, man. Yes, yes, we're from yes, fucking yes. Brush High School. Brush man. High School. Yes, You're the yes. second Brush Arc to be on the show in the matter of the past couple of weeks. That's awesome. One, so that's awesome. Like I said, we got to support each other a little bit. Arc you know? love, man. Yeah. Arc love. Brush so, High School. So did you grew up in South Euclid or Linares? Uh I grew up in University Heights and then moved to South Euclid when I was about twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the whole Greenview Memorial thing? I did the same exact yeah. thing, man. And then uh, went to Brush and uh, played played sports. That was my thing: sports, baseball, football, uh-huh. basketball. That was my that was my Who thing. Who was the principal year. when you were there? Uh, Vorbel. Verbal, yeah. Verbal, yeah. Mike, Mike Verbal. Uh, yeah. Vrabel. Vrabel. Vrabel, yeah. Mike yeah. Vrabel, the former Buckeye, former New England Patriot. Yeah, his mom was the uh, was the uh, principal for all four of my years. Yeah, That's she's, amazing, She's man. incredible. She, Dude, you want to know crazy shit? Hmm. Uh, so I was in, uh, I think it was my freshman year. Uh-huh. And uh, so a few years before you, you know, before you were coming up. And we're looking out the window one day. This is like history class, seventh period, whatever. It was Main building. Main building. Okay. We're looking out the, and all of a sudden everyone's going to the back of the uh, back of the classroom. We're looking out the window. There's police cars all up and down the street. What? Flashing lights, all this crazy shit, dude. We're so we all like rush over to the window. What's going on? You right. know, this Who's is getting arrested. Dude, What's going this, on? This, this is first of all, this is way before there's there's school shootings and all this crap. Nowadays, yeah. you see police cars, you start fucking ducking for cover and running. Yeah. We, we, which you know we don't know about that shit. You know, so um, we go to the back of the classroom. Lo and behold, guess who goes walking out in handcuffs? Our principal. Shut up. Our, did you what? ever hear that story? I never heard that story once. 
Dude, Walt. So he's in his suit and tie. You know, okay. like every his normal attire. His normal attire, in handcuffs, leaving the. And we're all like, "What? Clean cut, real prim and proper guy." Long story short, man, he was having the. If I remember this correctly, he had the the uh, cheerleading team at his house like every year. Oh, he would no. host. He would host. You know the Walt Conti party, food and all this. The Conti like, blowout party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like, well, it, like this is like the Mike. What is it? Bus, Busey? Busey, yeah. Busey, yeah. Busey. This is like the Walt Conti version. Yeah, apparently, right? yeah, right. So he has this like nice innocent party, and on uh, what he was really doing, man, he got caught. He, the girls would go change in the. He put them into like a he'd go change in that room. He had a one went one way mirror, like a whatever that like where he could look into the room. But they couldn't look out. Like, it would look like a mirror they're looking into. What? And he had a fucking video camera taping them all getting drunk. Stop it. Dude. What? I can't believe you never heard that story. Was, okay, wait, wait. Because uh, now, now it's starting to come to me a little bit. Was, was there a story with him peeping Tom in the in school, too? Uh, in the locker room? That, 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 that could have been, like, more one of those... That might, I'm not sure about might that. Might have been one. like guilty association type deal. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. one of those like stories that gets it gets blown up over time where like, oh, you know, they, people are making shit I, up. But, but I, no, I've he 100%. That That's crazy. You can go Google it, man. Sorry, sorry, wherever your name is out there, Conti, man. Yeah, but, hey, sorry you, to you, anybody you, sorry who's to bring a victim it back to up, that. Yeah. I, <laughs> go, I'm going back a good 20 years, 22 years. But yeah. man, when all, that, that, I don't know whatever happened to him. I know that he served some time. I know, or. You know, could you oh, imagine? That's could you imagine? insane. Could you fucking imagine? I, I think I was a freshman, maybe a sophomore. I don't, dude, I don't remember. It was just absolutely insane uh, to see that, man. From, <laughs> from I couldn't imagine. And you like, know, if that was today, oh, that motherfucker would have been He'd be crushed. Yeah, it was done. Nobody knew about it outside of South. He was broke in a week. You know what sure. I mean? Every parent would have been on, on their Jeez. social media these days. Oh, oh it's crazy. Everything man. would have surfaced. It's crazy. How, how do you know Scott Tyler? Scott. Scott is. Scott's like a brother, man. He, he every time I see him in town, like I'm okay. So long story short, um, my uncle owns a bar, local bar, uh, Scalpers Bar and Grill, and um, if, if you're from that Lynnhurst, Mayfield, South Euclid, Warrensville area, you know Scalpers. It's like the the go to, you know. And um, Scott was a, a friend of of uh, of my uncle who owns it, and you know we have mutual friends going from the same high school, alma mater, and. Um, he just we just became good buddies man and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. always been a solid dude man yeah. and it, it, it's it's rare because coming back and like like when i was nothing and like nobody knew who i was and then coming back and then you had the same people who are still there who always thought you were nothing scott was always the guy who was like yo i'm proud of you mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying didn't no owe doubt. me anything no didn't 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 not need, jealous not yeah, looking for anything dude, just happy always, for you just, just happy, was like a supportive. genuine dude been and that like, way forever man that's one of those guys where forever like even like when when it comes time like when when i win a grammy or whatever when that, when that day comes that's gonna be yeah. one of the guys I look back and be like, "Yo, man, dude, thank you." Yeah. You know what I'm he'll, saying? He'll have some backstage passes to that for sure. <laughs> Anytime he needs tickets to anything, he's I got him. Yeah, for man, sure. those dudes for are sure. they're, they're all great dudes from around. Those are my guys, man. That's one. Scott's one of my best friends. It's growing like up, man. family, man. They're, they're it's like great. everyone's just you know? like rooting for everybody. Sometimes you know, there's always haters, but that, of that's, course, of course, I I thrive off it. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? Well, you you, you want you want to prove those people wrong, and you want to prove the ones that believe in you, right? Exactly. So, Scott's always been that way, man. He's he's been one of my most loyal. You know, him and I were best friends in high school. I think. Wow. I, yeah, I mean, best friends. Like you know, 
uh, freshman sophomore year, we just we met. You know, he came from uh, Saint one of those schools, Saint Greg's or Saint it, whatever yeah, it was that Saint was. Greg's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I didn't know him until we got to high school, and we just hit it off. I think we became close our sophomore year, man. We were just just. I can only imagine what clicked. he was like in high school. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other podcast that's a whole other podcast well i'll just i'll, I'll just tell you real quick because i know he'll listen to this shit and he'll be cracking up but you know scott scott either always he he always found the fight yeah okay yeah if he wasn't involved in it he found it he found okay it. i'm telling you man he's like a fuck like a magnet like a magnet to the wherever there was controversy all of a sudden the hairs on the back of his neck are going up and he's finding it so, so another thing, uh, we're, we're in like, uh, j- j- real quick, we're in like algebra class, uh-huh. sophomore sophomore year, and we look out that you know that um, that little middle, what's that middle uh, where the there's where like everybody a middle takes parking pictures, lot, there's like a little like, parking lot yeah, yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah, yeah, section yeah, yeah. there yeah. And, around the building, and uh, we look out the window and there's security guards like on the walkie talkies, they're running across the courtyard to oh, get so to you the other knew side, was going and, down. yeah, so you knew they're going down. There's like two security guards. Who do, who do I see following them? Little bald headed motherfucker peeks his head out the <laughs> peeks his head out the door and he's chasing after the fucking. He's security. like I'm ready. Like, did, he's like I'm how ready. How did he get out of classroom, man? What the fuck is this? Was he he's in class him. at that time? That's the question. Uh, dude, he was he he was like a magnet for that stuff. But no, man, that's uh that's awesome. It, Such it, a solid dude, man. It's uh you know we're all like a family around there because we all grew up in the same neighborhood. We all grew up from the same beginnings. Yeah. We all could appreciate what we came from. You know, yeah. diverse backgrounds. You yeah. know, we were exposed to different things we weren't sheltered you go to brush you're not sheltered yeah you're you're, not you're, sheltered you're thrown in you're, thrown you're in into it. it so um so you're at brush and then have you been to music your whole life um i was at brush and then i was here long behold i was supposed to play baseball my whole life like that was my thing i tried out for the braves and the mariners wow in high school still um they had a tryout here in um in forest hills in cleveland heights and uh, they came out and houston street uh, pitcher who's still I think he's still in the league he was at the tryout too I actually caught for him uh-huh. um, so they I had a look for that but that was what I was supposed to do I was molded since I was six as a Damn, baseball man. player man wow. like that was I went through the whole circuit of South Euclid Lindhurst the ponies and all that stuff and right 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 did uh, Andy Ziners for a little bit and did uh, did Brush of course for four years and keep going yeah cool, go it was just one of those things where um where I fell, in, I just wasn't happy in, in college, man. Mm. Just wasn't really my thing. And music, I was a drummer forever. Okay. Um, I used to drum for like uh, Aaron Lafette. Uh, he was a local pop artist. Uh, drum for him. He had a little bit of success in Cleveland and, and outreached. Um, but drumming, I've always in bands yeah. and doing that stuff, and that was. But you didn't do drums in high school. No, Not like for the high no, school band. No, or I like did because sports was too long. The sports, only thing yeah. musical I did in high school, uh, shameful plug, but I but I'm very proud of it because it molded molded me for what I am now. Um, was Sound Station Show Choir. Really, I did show choir for damn uh, two man. years, man, and. Uh, that was my first introduction into like touring. Now, did music. you do that because like like the guys in American Pie, the movie? Or, I did that because I, <laughs> I didn't want to wake up at seven a.m. and do uh, Chinese or Japanese, and I wasn't good at French or Spanish, so I did German. Um, so I needed extra credits, oh, and uh, okay. that was. But but it was a blessing mm-hmm, in disguise. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was. Was that uh, was was your mom like pushing you to do that? Type my of mom, stuff yeah, the- my mom pushed me for baseball my whole entire life, and uh, and that's that was actually the conversion really. Um, when she she passed when I was eighteen, and it was my senior year, and um, when that happened, 
everything changed. Yeah. It, it was uh, as it would when you lose a sibling or somebody close. But for me, it changed like, okay, I need to figure this out for myself. Mm-hmm. I think baseball was my thing with her. And I tried to honor it by going to college. I went to Lake Erie College, uh, played baseball there for two years. Sure. Um, just really wasn't. How did she pass? If you don't mind she me had asking. a. Uh, she died in her sleep. Uh, she had a pulmonary embolism, um, mm-hmm. which is technically a blood clot. Um, she she was a smoker. She didn't really. Uh, there wasn't really a workout thing with her. It's, it's not like it is now, where everyone's on a juice cleanse or what it is now. Right. It was more of a. She was just so busy taking care of us. She never really took care of herself, and I, and I idolized that about her. And I have a little bit of that instilled in me, but it is. Uh, yeah, it was unfortunate. I woke up for baseball practice and uh, went to wake her up. And, Dude, that had yeah. to be so fucking brutal, man. Yeah, man, it was. It, it, You're a senior in high school. It, yeah. Yeah. And I walk into the room and I find my mom, and it it it, it mm. it's just something mm. you, it never leaves you, but it also makes you stronger. And uh, it, it's 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 crazy, man. And so I'm I'm the oldest of three. So um, I had my younger brother and my sister at the time. Um, so I had to. Uh, what do you do, man, when in that situation? You just nut up, man. Yeah, it's just you, yeah. you don't go out as You're much. You become the dad, right? Basically, they pretty right? much. Yeah. But we were living with my stepfather, who's my who's my my sister's dad, and mm. he pretty much raised us since fourteen. So uh, it, you just turn into a different yeah. person. It's, the 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 clock turns and you just go. And uh, were you able to go to school or did you I have did, to take I, some time I, off? Funny story, man, and, it, and it's crazy. I actually went to school the afternoon I found her. No shit. Um, I walked into school and and you know my mom was really big in the community. Um, they have a they had a bench made after her in uh, South Euclid uh, Bexley Park. Uh-huh, so I sure. grew up right across the street yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all the kids knew her and like. I, I inadvertently started a riot in the hallway because a lot of people saw me walk in and they knew what happened. And it was like a cry fest. Oh, and uh, Miss Vrabel, man. going back to Miss Vrabel, God, the saint that she is, she came out of her office and found me and said, uh, let's just let's just take you home. And she personally took me home that day and wow. like left school. Like you left. were just in a fog. You, I you was just in a fog. Was I, fo- I was like, man, what do I, I just got to keep going. Like, I got to go to school. Like what, do, like, what do you do? You're, oh my God, you're man. 17, 18 years old at that time. It's like, I didn't Dude, know what else to do so at that brutal. point. Well, you know? I'm so sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, man. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I appreciate just, it. It's, uh, it's just, uh, it pushes you though. I don't does, think I would yeah. be the person I am today without that happening. I really strongly believe that, you mm-hmm. know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, so, and then you had to finish off the school year, right? Went off to Lake Erie college yeah. and, um, and then you're like, this isn't, this isn't for me. I, no. I, I'm the, did you know that you wanted to get into like the entertainment industry? I knew I wanted to do something and I went back to what I was good at. And the only thing I knew I was good at was drums. So I kind of went back home and, and said, Hey, I'm going to stay home. And my grandma took me in. Um, she's been my lifeline since all that happened at 18. And was that your mom's mom? My mom's mom. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. She she's been my lifeline, and uh, she and still is, you know. And she um, she took me in, and I I found a band, and I was in a band for a while, and did some local touring and some Midwest stuff, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty much didn't know what I was going to do after that. I just knew I wanted to be in music and in the the scene, you uh-huh. know. Uh huh. It uh, and yeah. then so how did that unfold, man? How how did you again? So you're you're doing the music scene, yeah, and then you meet this guy who's down in Orlando. That's well, just... before that, back back before that, I before I even met him, I 
I uh, I would go to a bunch of shows and I would always be in the scene and I linked up with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. And um, mm-hmm. and him and and, and Slim and now Dumb. how do you when you say link up how how does that happen? We just had a show um, and it, it was just one of those situations where. Hey, you know, I'm from the city. I, I drum. I really respect what you do. I'm a fan. And we start seeing each other a lot more in the same, same places, circles. same people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it just becomes a friendship. And then uh, that that happened for about four or five years. And then I met their drummer at a show. Mm-hmm. And um, now their drummer, what's his Rook, name? Rook, uh-huh. uh, JP Capaletti. Uh-huh. Uh, he goes by Rook. I met him at a show in Menor. And I was like, dude. It was awesome. They had went through a drummer change. Their old drummer was a friend of mine as well, Justin Dunn. Um, he was their original drummer, and he fell out um, and went elsewhere with different business, and Rook um, got the job. So when I met Rook, I said, hey, I see a lot of things that, that you're doing that I really like and I really appreciate. If there's anything I could do to help you, let me know. Fast forward another year, and we're touring together. And I no went out, shit. And I went out as their... Uh, I got a call on the fourth of July. I was getting ready to go to Murray Hill with my family. You know, I you know how everybody goes to Murray uh-huh. Hill for the mm-hmm. for the uh, fireworks and all that stuff. Actually, it was the feast. The feast, yeah. Um, everybody yeah. went for the fireworks. It's like and probably whatnot. like August time frame or something like that. Yeah, yeah, end yeah. of August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and I get the call and they're like, "Hey, can you meet me in Arizona?" And I was on a flight two days later, and then call that changed your life, man. Changed, man. Holy shout out shit. to Rook and MGK, man. They 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 really changed my life, man, more than they really realized. And uh, toured with them for about two years. So and you then, actually uh, toured with with, uh, yeah, with MGK? Yeah, I was the uh, drum tech and uh, I would say stage manager mm-hmm. um, for them. Um, pretty much set up all the gear. Um, did the uh, change in, change outs of what it was, load in, load out. So outs. what's that lifestyle like? It's man? nuts, man. Yeah. It's touring is, it, it's for, it's for, not for everybody. It is li- being able to live on your own within 16 other people who are doing the same thing, but finding your niche where you can get along for three months. Yeah, that's tough. Out of, out of yeah. a tour. Yeah. It's a, it's a different, <laughs> it's a different thing. But, yeah. but luckily I felt, I, I got lucky enough to tour with people who I was already friends with. And um, usually that's supposed to go sour at some point, and it never did. And I'm, I'm very blessed to be a part of that team. So what, so what is like? Give us a little bit because most people when they hear tour, it's glamorous yeah, and all yeah. this crazy shit. Oh, I would love to touch on right? that. Yeah, yeah, so, man. Talk about what goes on behind the scenes. I'll pretty much give you a rundown on like a daily schedule. So you're up, you're up at 9 a.m. and uh, you're going into the venue and you're s- scouting out the stage and. You're with the the venue stagehands, and uh, you're figuring out where things are going to place. Do you need a downscale gear, upscale gear? Can we bring the full thing out? Like, you know, you're plotting, and um, basically from there, you're just loading in, and and it's it's a three four hour process of getting the stage set up, and every every time, every day, really, yeah, every day. It's drums to to bass rig to keyboard rig to guitar rig to. Uh, Kel's vocal mics to everything and and with that it was just a uh, man such a good time man from there you go I see you looking back yeah man I'm just I'm reminiscing yeah 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 just just so many good times you can't really name too many Uh but then uh, and you're in a different city every day every every other day every day yeah and it it was and you really uh, time goes by quick it uh, from 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 sound check to doors is about an hour and a half window usually Mm. where you get to breathe if that you know, Damn. but if you're not advancing tomorrow or catching up on tomorrow or anything like that, but um, 
show goes on, tear down, back to the bus. Get on the bus, huh? If there's things oh, going dude. on, you're up. If there's not, you're asleep. I try to sleep as much as I can, but dude, you, dude there's how, normally. How do, you, how do you guys like? Is there like a a, a manager that manages this whole crew? Yeah, there's Andre. Like Andre. Manager. What? Yeah. Andre was my manager at the time. Yeah, doing the whole, th- making sure everything's going. Best tour manager in the game, hands down. Shout out Andre Cisco. He is the. Man, he is he is the lifeline, the soul, you know. And there's and there's many other people that that work behind the scenes in management, yeah. Um, that make it go as well. But on the road, he is like the dad, and right. he is really good at his job. Hell you know? yeah, man! What was it like like touring with with MGK? What are the, what is it like with the the fans, the groupies? What can you tell us? Man? Uh it's everything. With I mean, I don't. With the, it's it's everything. <laughs> that you think it is but it's a lot of hard work it's, yeah it's, you don't see all the grind shit it's not yeah. you don't see the grind you, everyone's yeah. just like oh it's a party and there's bottles and there's women and there's and there's pot and there's mm. it's a party and really man that dude is an artist to the fullest he will sit there for two and a half hours and play his guitar and really yeah. master his craft and think of something like he is an all-around you know, facade of just that's crazy. Musicianship, and he grew up man. where? Shaker Heights. Where is he from around here? Uh, Shaker. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Shaker Heights. And then he uh, spent some time in Cleveland. And you know, he he's been all around, man. But he is, man, blessing, blessing. That's true, beautiful, blessing. man. That's beautiful. So you were on with them for a couple of years. You said yeah, I did a couple of years with them. And you're in your mid twenties at this point. Um, yeah, I'm 25, 26 at this point. Uh-huh. Twenty five. Yeah. yeah. And uh, seeing the world was just nuts, dude. Europe How many cities did you go to in that time? I've seen probably every city, major city in the United States twice, three times. Wow. And then Europe. Uh, I did Europe with them once. Like, um, are you guys partying, too? Like, the crew's partying with the I guys? Mean, it depends if it's an off day, again, if it's not. I mean, yeah. honestly, man, every person that crew really takes their job serious. And if, someone, if, if one that, person slips, everyone slips. Yeah. So, I mean, there's it, it's... From morning until show's over, it's grind. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I'm not having life, a beer or two, right, you know, or a right. shot, but it's, I'm not, it's not a party for me. No. I'm, I'm there to make sure they're you okay. You know, it seems like it's glamorous. You know, yeah. you show up to the, you show up to the arena, the stage is set. Yeah. Gu- you know, Machine Gun Kelly comes up on a fucking pedestal. Yeah. People are swinging from the rap. You know, yeah. like people are like, <laughs> like the, the fans are like, dude, what a life. But they don't see the fact that you just did 12 hours. You did it a 12 hour yeah. day just to get to that point, man. Just like even, just to in, even get there. Even in Europe, like, and this brings me back to like what, what, like when I came home from Europe and I came back to Cleveland for a little bit, everyone's like, oh man, you saw France, you saw Germany. What was Poland like? And I'm like, you saw the Eiffel Tower. I said, I barely saw the Eiffel Tower. I, yeah. I took a taxi from the venue in in uh, France, in Paris, to the Eiffel Tower, 20-minute taxi, saw the Eiffel Tower for 10 minutes, went back to the venue, and I didn't leave the venue at all. Yeah, it's, That was actually around the time when the Paris attacks happened. Really? I was in wow. Germany when the Paris attacks happened with them. Oh, man. Yeah, we were all in Europe when that happened. Damn, dude. And we was still... Was that like those coffee shops? And, or the was it the... Uh, the movie theater, the theater, the amphitheater. What it was, uh, in in what, what was the venue? Well, it was there was when a the few shooting? attacks. Yeah, the shooting. What was? Yeah, that? it was the main one. It was the one. It was in a venue. It was in that big yeah. uh, auditorium yes. where the. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, it was a it was a, a scary time to be in Europe, and uh, but we still he he still the fulfilled his duties. He he yeah. still played Paris like a week and a half, two weeks after wow. the attacks. Wow. But those kids needed that though, and he really cares about his fans. So mm-hmm. like. I when they told me I I I, already, I wasn't shocked, no. you know. We just knew we were 
you know, there's green berets everywhere outside of our bus. Like they're on oh, high, yeah. they were on high alert. Oh, it yeah. was a little bit change of pace, but uh, all in all, like you don't really see too much of the cities when you're in the city, unless it's a day off. You know, that's the same in every business. Yeah. You know, I yeah. travel for work. And yeah, people go, hey, he's he's taking a vacation. It's not a vacation. Mm-mm. You realize how fucking tiring it is to go and meet with people and and travel, travel yeah. and get into a, a hotel room here. Pack your bags, go to another hotel room. Dude, it is, there's no vacation. Especially fly dates. When we would do there's fly no. dates on radio runs or something like that, or like it was a one-off show or a festival, to fly, I'm on the plane more than I'm in in the city, or yeah. I have free time in the city, you know? It's it's a different world, man. Yeah. It's a different world. But yeah. uh, I encourage anybody who, who, who wants to tour and wants to do music and wants to do that, I encourage them to. Invaluable experience for you, huh? Yeah, man. I encourage to go see it, man. If yeah. you're young, man, and you and you got the ambition, go see go see the world, man. No like, doubt. Take a chance. No doubt. You know? No doubt. It makes you a better person anyways. Yeah, no, you got to no see what. it. Get, you get see culture, it. you know. So you did that for two years, 26 mm-hmm. years old, and mm-hmm. then what happens from there, man? I uh, came back home. I uh, wanted to... I came back home. I just, I just wanted to be home for a little bit. I was really uh, missing Cleveland at some point, you know, on, on like a stability level. I wanted to like be in one spot for a certain time. I was kind of craving being there. So I was lucky enough to fall into a manager position at Sam Ash Music. Oh, yeah. And yeah, sure. uh, I ran the drum department. So I already, Over there I was in a, Linhurst. Yep. Yeah. I was a drum tech yeah. forever and new drums and. Actually, shout out to Mike, shout out to Mike, the GM over there. Mike Rob. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, uh, he, he hooked he hooked me up with a little bit of this equipment. Actually. Mike is yeah. uh, Mike. I was just jamming with him in his band the other day. Actually, <laughs> he was playing at the House of Blues like a few months when I was getting. This I was equipment, in you know? that band before I left no for Orlando. I, that Foo Fighters tribute. Yes, I was in that band before no before I left for Orlando. What a small! I world, just man. jammed with him and that band uh, two days ago in his basement. Just jammed it out like like, like he old seems times. like a great dude. I mean, I met him twice. But he Mike like is another dude. one of those guys where we'll yeah. be friends forever. Right, he's that right. guy, man. He's you and I probably dude. know so many of the same people. Man. It's surprising right? it's that we only have like thirty mutual friends yeah. on Facebook because it's like <laughs> we probably know a lot. We, well, there's of the probably same even people. a lot more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you came back here, did that for a little while, and then, then what, uh, what happened? Then from got there? the call from Mike saying, "Hey, what are you up to?" And at that time, how do you get that call though? Because I know you guys met, right? We we kept up over the over over that two year span that I was home in Cleveland off of tour and not touring anymore. Um, I was working at Sam Ash, and me and him would always text and. Hey, how you doing? What's new? He run. He uh, was really big on social media. Tell people who Mike Busey is. Mike Busey is a internet mogul. He is. Uh, he has one of the best and most entertaining Snapchats in the game. See, I'm people, not on Snapchat, man. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he found I his heard niche. Some fucking good stuff on. Yeah, that he found his niche in uh, in in creating shows and creating content, and he took it to a whole other level and. He has it on Snapchat, and uh, a lot of people um, know him with his affiliation with his uh, with his uncle Gary Gary Busey. And, oh, um, that's his uncle, okay. right? Uh-huh. But Mike has been in this game for so long. I mean, he used to work for Jackass um, when Jackass was huge. Uh, him and Steve-O and all those guys are what friends. Was he, like, doing behind the scenes shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. he was pretty much like the the tour manager of uh, okay. Jackass. Yeah, he put that whole thing together day in, day out of and that like show, when they had appearances. That show, these young kids that are growing up now, man, yeah. they, don't, they don't realize that show was 
fucking huge. That was probably man. one of the most influential shows in uh, MTV. Man. In it's, MTV it's, history, had to, be, had to be the most profitable yeah. show of of all time. One of the top. Jeff Germain yeah. hit it out the park with oh, that show, and God, he's still doing man. more stuff. Jeff Jeff Germain is amazing. Who was it Steve O? Steve O and, and Pontius and uh, Ryan Dunn, Van Ryan Margera, Dunn. Wee Man. The, who was the other guy? The main, the first original guy with the dark hair, Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. yeah. So Mike was pretty much the behind the scenes guy of coordination of of stability so he, he for that he was already putting shit in his he was learning yeah he, was he going. i mean you talk about hit the ground running the guy lived he he was from florida his whole life lived in lived in hollywood did the whole thing with that you gotta imagine that's more fast-paced than probably anything i've ever experienced mm -hmm. you know with those guys being mm -hmm. A twenty four seven show. It was no gimmick. These are what these people were. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, there was no acting. No, there was no, no acting. I mean, they they were putting their lives on the line all the daily, time. Man. Daily, it was such an entertaining. So show he, too. so he turned his background from that into a. I got my own little idea of what I can do of making his own sort of sort of like Vice, where Vice did their own TV shows within their own network, and no one who knew who they were at the beginning. That's what Mike did. He's been grinding for years. Was he doing this all? Uh, he started on Snapchat. Yeah, he's he's on his eighth sausage castle, and yeah. I mean he's I mean he, going living with him in a, for a year. He showed me the different ones and where they were at. Used to live on campus. The first one at, was like a shack. Probably yeah, it was probably right. like a one bedroom house with like twenty people. And when living you say in it. sausage castle, what exactly? is That's that, his man? brand. So the, the the his brand is the sausage castle. It's it's um, it's the number one party house. In America, uh, they did a uh, some. I think CNN or somebody did a list of like the ten people you need to party with before you die, and it was Dan Balzerian and it was Mike Busey underneath it. Really? So it's like he. I mean, with what he's done over the years, he just knew he took the entertainment side of what the Sausage Castle was of doing live shows and being the go-to house to go to. Like if you were a celebrity in town, and you would know that the after party isn't at the club. It's at Mike Busey's house, and me, it was always a party. Let me uh, let yeah. me just play a quick clip here. Yeah, yeah. So to, yeah. Give, to give people an idea yeah. of what Tim is saying about the number one or one of the top party houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the country, take a listen to this. This is from episode twenty-four, Veterans Day party. Oh wow! And uh, this is this is just a, a brief clip. Take a listen to this. Yeah. Blow, blow. <laughs> it's exactly what blow, you hear it is. Blow it's, job uh, for veterans. It's uh, his. Let me ask you. Let me <laughs> let me ask you something. Uh, what's the first thing that you think of when you hear when you hear that specific interview? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? You in this very moment. Oh wow! Uh, what's going to happen next? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what the first thing that comes to my mind? What is, is it? Her poor fucking father. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man, she. That's is, uh, what I'm thinking, man. Because 
That is somebody's daughter. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely hey, somebody's daughter. You have daughters. Yeah. The first thing you think is that's somebody's. daughter. I guess the first thought yeah. for me is, uh, man, I man, she, but she is. Uh, she embraces her craft. She uh, <laughs> she's happy with what she's doing. Yeah, man. Um, so that's a little taste of what the sausage cast was all about. Yeah, man. and shout out my engineer uh, slash studio partner Nate. He actually made that song from scratch in the background of that. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. Uh, he's another facade, definitely. That. Uh, so when he reaches out to you, mm-hmm. what see? How long was he? already doing this thing for he was already moved in in august he reached out to me in february february of of last year 2017 yes okay so he's already been he's really the momentum's already there he's got it going he went from a five bedroom house to a eight bedroom house on 88 acres and was already in there for six months before he and he was able to do this all through just gaining notoriety on snapchat and getting a following snapchat and a dream that's no it. Shit. He is a man. His story is so. If we ever come in town, if he ever comes in town, I want him on the show. Oh man, he, I love it. I love oh, it. I don't man. know much. I, I gotta tell you, man. I must be. My head must be in the clouds, man. I didn't know anything about him. Before I, I will show you the. Snap, I, I'll show you some Snapchat I started, stuff. I started looking at, at you at these YouTubes before yeah. you came on. Um, so he reaches out. But what was it about you that he wanted you to bring you on? Because he's got the momentum at this point. We. He had known that I was. At this point, I'm. I'm knee deep in music production and not just the touring and the drumming aspect i was actually producing records producing here in cleveland yes Mm -hmm. and i was doing a lot of local people and i had some success with some outside uh cats in the west coast now when you Um, say producing tell us production producing i from start to finish from drums to keys to kick to 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 synths to anything i'm start start to finish from scratch Mm -hmm. making full records like um it's just, it's a process. It's some happens in twenty minutes. Some happens in twenty and, days. And you're like pulling different things in. You're pulling the, the drums in on one yeah. session. You're pulling yeah. in the vocals on another. Yeah. Whether I'm cutting other. live um, instruments or I'm doing everything basically MIDI, just as if you were plugging in, you know, a MIDI controller to a computer, mm-hmm. and I could do everything just right there on a keyboard, just one really? keyboard. Yeah, from drums to to bass to guitar to guitar i could do it all without even having to play the actual instrument that's insane man yeah that's insane so i self-taught myself that well that's that's amazing yeah uh and so who are some of the guys in cleveland you've been working with um you were producing i did uh, when you were walker i did uh this this guy named walker og um he was an up-and-coming guy he's still doing music now but at the time he was he had a really big name he was doing like the bright winter festivals and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and Mm -hmm. um I would always bounce records around. There's a lot of a lot of out of state people. Honestly, I would be in the studio with guys like Rip Flames and like uh, Ray Junior and like guys like that, and like be in that circle. But as far as producing records for, I'm just now getting started with uh, like people actually seeing me as a producer and not just that guy who's right. always around not the, in the sound circles. assist or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's it's it just, takes time, man. How old are you? 30? Man, I'm About 31. 30? Just turned 31 years yeah. old, and I've been in this game since 15. Man, yeah. playing drums, and I've played every venue in Cleveland but the Q. Really? Yeah. Wow. So you were producing here, and yeah. then and then Mike gives you the call and says, "Hey, yeah. man, I want you to come and assist with his studio. Studios. He has a studio in his ho- in his in his mansion. He has uh-huh. a studio and." Um, he needed somebody to just run it and take it from a mom and pop studio to a real studio. And it, at the time with the transition of where I was in life in being a producer, it was the, it was a no brainer like, for me. Done. Yeah. Done. Let's go. Yeah. He said, come live with me. Come, come run my studio. I got you. And wow. 
fast forward a year now. I've been there for a year and year and a month now. And uh, such great records, man, coming out of that house, man. So you're producing mm-hmm. I'm records producing coming records. out of that house. Yes. Every day I, I, I'm either making beats or sending off records or we're doing studio are sessions. Are you guys bringing, artists. In, bringing in artists? Yeah, and yeah, yeah artists. People are coming in. A lot of people yeah. fly in. Um, where is this? Where is it located? So it's located in a small town of Astatula, but it's in Orlando. I'm okay. about 45 minutes from downtown Orlando. Uh-huh. So it's a little bit secluded, but... um. The blessing of the situation is that Mike is so in with everyone in music, just based off his credibility and what he's done, that when artists would come in town, they would want to come party with him. So in that aspect, it was like, okay, if you're coming to party, hey, I got the studio on, let's make some music while you're here, mm-hmm. and things just happen like and that. And it just so flows. Organic. Everyone's partying, chill. Hey, man. Smoke a little weed, exactly. Pull up, pull up some drinks. Exactly. We'll hang out, and we'll just start. We'll just start chopping it up, man. And with that, I met a bunch of artists, and I've I've done records for uh, Stitches. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I did his last two singles. Um, I've done work. I have a, a really big song coming out soon um, with Marty Grimes, who's a big artist in the Bay Area in San Francisco. Um, I've cut records with man a ton of a ton of people. Some I can't contractually say yet, but there's mm-hmm. some there's some cool stuff some in, the works. in the works. Yeah, yeah there's some. Yeah. It's going to be a really interesting year. I'm really excited so, for man, it. So, man, talk to us about <clears throat> the, the elephant in the room, man. Yeah, you're, you're living in the number one party house in the country. Yeah, here, yeah, you know, yeah. For the past year, you know, you come you come back to Cleveland. You're like, dude, all right, I got to get back to get get to get back to Orlando. You know? Yeah. Tell us what goes on in that house. Whatever you can um, tell us. Is it madness. what you see? Is it what you see? It is, or is, that- it is madness. It, but it, again, it's 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 similar to the touring aspect. Um, I fell into being his manager um, by chance mm-hmm. um, and pretty much running some most of his day to day stuff. So, so you're his his man- manager. manager. Yeah, one of two. There's another manager uh-huh. uh, in Tim Valley. We're both Tims. Okay. Um, yeah, I've, say, I've seen him on your uh, Instagram yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, that's my my brother. Shout out Tim Valley. I love yeah. that dude. Um, so you he, guys are both managing uh, a, a different aspects. Him, of, the ho- yeah. yeah. Tim is more of the of the house and the employment and production aspect because um, mm-hmm. there's many departments in what makes Mike work, and I'm more of the day to day. So Tim will run like the production aspect of like the studio um, when it needs to be like um, camera and video. We have a photo shoot. We have a music video shoot or. There's artists coming in town, or we're getting ready for a party. Tim is that guy. Okay. He gets uh-huh. it all ready. He runs all the employees um, and everything. With me, I'm more of Mike's day to day. Like, okay, let's let's check up on your endorsements. Let's see what what podcasts are out that we can get you on locally. Let's get you on some radio. Uh, okay. Let's keep you in tune with what's going on. Post this. Post that. You're like his ex, like the external stuff. And exactly. The other guys, the internal yeah. kind of just making sure stuff. he's so busy yeah. with being so creative that he doesn't have time to think about what's going on for himself. So I kind of just like balance what that. What kind out of a stuff do you got? Are you guys getting just hit up from every which direction for point? appearances left and right, especially in Orlando uh, with his business relationships with a ton of people. There's, there's clothing lines. There's, uh, brands, there's sunglass companies, there's food companies, there's drink companies that are all trying to get in on him. I mean, the guy's reaching 1.5 million people a week really? on Snapchat. A week. Really? Wow. 
one point five. It's insane. insane. It's just on Snapchat. Yeah, so he's taking that to another whole Snapchat's other still level. strong then, huh? It is the new update kind of messed a lot of things up. Not with us, but for my personal use of Snapchat, I look at it and I like the old update uh-huh. or what it was before. But that, that's just what are the new update? Take. I don't know it's anything just, about it, Snapchat. It. it evolved into they're starting to pay more attention to what's going on on it and they're making it so that you can't really like if someone posted something that's trending i get to see what's trending i don't want to see what's trending i want to see my friend who's at at a show in milwaukee or something like that i don't want to see what dj khaled trending no offense dj khaled i love watching his snapchat it's just I don't want to see all that. I want to see my friends. You want to see what yeah. people yeah. that you're really following. Exactly. Not get interrupted with something that you really don't care. They're making it a big, about. a yeah. big thing of get a watch. You're gonna watch what I want you to watch. That's ridiculous. Yeah. that's ridiculous. But like with yeah. any company, they're growing. Well, that'll be good to... for you guys as Mike continues to. I mean, obviously, exactly. For you guys, you're showing up in people's. They're going, what? Where, where did this fucking? What is this? Yeah. yeah, right. They're right. like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> hey, we gotta follow this shit. <laughs> uh, so the house is just. Cha- I mean, do you guys? It's how, chaotic. How do you? How do you decide? Like, how does the who coordinates parties? How often are they being thrown? I yeah. Mean, how does that all? Happen? Party can happen at any moment during the week. Um, normally on the weekends, we'll we'll go out and show face to the public and you know look around and scout out for new for new people that you guys have involved. a whole production team in the house ready yeah to shoot we have a, we have a photographer two videographers um an engineer and he's basically my partner in the studio which is nate and um then we have management of our thing Busey beauties um which is a female named jess she manages all the girls and then me and tim manage the day-to-day stuff wow yeah. How do you sleep in that house? I, d- I don't. <laughs> but honestly, man, that's what everyone keeps asking me. I, I find time, and when I do sleep, I sleep hard. How many people live in this home? Um, not a lot. Um, it I'm looks just, like a big fucking house. I mean, it's a it's a big house. There's a yeah. decent amount of people there, but it's not nothing nothing crazy. No. It, but it's but there's always people traveling, coming in, and hey, someone's in town on tour. They have a day off. Or like Post Malone will randomly show up and come over and be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna hang out, have some beers, shoot happens. a flamethrower, yeah. too. you know, just yeah. not normal stuff." What do you guys? Do you guys? Do you guys do like that? Do you guys kind of incorporate some of that jackass type stuff? Yeah, into the house you, or do some, you know? Not, I think more inadvertently. I mm-hmm. think it just comes natural because he is a he is a a wild man himself. Um, there is some aspects of, of of that background in his content today, but um, there is some wild things that he does. And and now all these girls, they just want to get a piece because it's they just want to come be on video. Yeah, they just want to come be in a be in a scene or be be in a in a show or something like, and just be around. And it's it's. It's like a, I don't know, man. It's, you guys got to check this guy out, man. Mike, Mike, yeah, Busey, because uh, he's a, he looks like he doesn't give a fuck. Man. He does not. He's a, he's, he's got a tattoo of a skull across his belly. Yeah. And he's showing it off and he's walking around drinking yeah. and just fucking just being living, being, being him. He man. is, um, he is the epitome of the American dream. He is that he <laughs> comes like, from nothing. And just, he comes just, from nothing. And now that he has something, he's still that guy when he came from nothing and i idolize that about him every day man he he's a great guy to work for one of the best bosses i've ever had honestly so this is a year now i mean mm-hmm. what what is what is the what is 20 rest of 2018 going into you know next year look a like? lot of records a lot um, of big big records probably some of the biggest records i've ever put out are going to come out this but year. mike's not on those this is just completely no but i me. but i always but i some most of these records i've made at at, at the sausage at the castle house. so yeah. i i always want to make sure that he gets his due there's a lot of uh records that he has been around that he's never got credit for or like help push and oh really i and i promised him from the beginning i said bro 
when I win this Grammy, man, you're going to have that plaque on your wall that came out of this house. You Fuck know? yeah, dude. He deserves it. Fuck He's yeah. Dude, that guy will give his shirt off his back to anybody. Well, dude, you need a little, uh, you need a lyricist or uh, somebody to write some, <laughs> write some lyrics for you, boys. Hey, hey I, I'm down to collab, I, I sent, man. I sent you, uh, I sent yeah. you just a little teaser sample yeah. today, man. I've been writing poetry and lyrics my whole life. Yeah, I mean, man. Literally, I you had to, some good stuff I, on I, there. I, I, I've been writing shit. I've got a whole book of stuff. I'll, I'll send you some. I'll send you some stuff. I mean, I I'm, let's put some music to it. A little tongue in cheek, but seriously, I hey. could. I could uh, that's been something I've always done. The beauty of these days in music is you never know. You never know. You never know. Dude, you could be sitting on the next know. hit and you just don't even know. Yeah, it. exactly. You know, I read a lot of lyrics mm-hmm. just to see what it looks like outside of the music. Yeah. Like that looks terrible. Yeah. You put some music to it, you put the right artist mm-hmm. on it, it's a number one. It's a it's a Grammy. It's a smash. There you go. Smash. It's a fucking Grammy. Yeah. So you're focusing now on, on the management aspect with Busey. Yeah. But you're also focusing on more production, producing yeah. for your own. Twenty eighteen is more production. Um mm-hmm. I'll still be working for Mike and, and you know and you're doing... gonna stay in the house all year? And... Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. plan on leaving there at all. He he is uh, he gave me the opportunity to be able to run my studio the way I want to run it. And mm-hmm. In order, in order to help him, so I think I'm going to stay there and, and 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 branch off into more production this year. I need to focus on more records. What what's what kind of genre? Do you, like um, I have some big pop records coming out in the mm-hmm. pop world, um, and then I have a couple hip hop records coming out this year. Again, contractually, I cannot say anything, but I promise you, you'll come back and tell us. I will. I cannot wait yeah, to come man. back in, hell, if it's not a year yeah. from now or when it, when those songs drop and be like, okay, let's now talk. we know. Let's talk. Now yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of like I, I have a <clears> feeling just talking to you and hearing your story. Yeah, this is like the calm before the storm. You've got a lot of things in the works. It seems like yeah, it, everything's coming into full rotation right now. Everything is the stars are aligning, you know, and I'm just taking it day by day. You Do know. you have uh, certain obligations where you have to be at the house for X amount of days? Um, how does that work? No, he's he's real. He's a real easygoing dude. I I would. I'm a homebody regardless. Yeah. I love to be in the studio as much as I can. Mm-hmm. It's my creative outlet. It's like my cigarette. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like I got to be able to do it. Um, but I, I I have a pretty healthy balance between the two and. You know, a lot of his stuff is emails and phone calls, so I can really yeah. do that on my downtime. You know what I'm saying? And but um, I'm not going to steer away from from what he's got going on. I definitely I'm excited for him. It's going to be a really big year for him too. And uh, he's he's full 180 his company to a whole other aspect. You guys using YouTube? Yeah, he's got a big YouTube channel. It's uh, Mike Busey TV. Okay. Um, yeah. I've seen the videos. I wasn't sure if they were put out from somewhere else or if that's part yeah, of it. Yeah, and everything yeah. is in-house done. He has never went outside. He's always self-made. That's so you're everywhere. Thing. You guys are on Snap. You're on yeah. YouTube, Insta, yeah. Facebook. Traveling, Twitter, festivals. Yeah. Just fucking partying. I mean, yeah. you guys just party. Yeah. I mean, this dude's partying. Yeah. Right, I mean, we drink. Man. You guys drink. You guys party. <laughs> yeah, he I doesn't do any drugs. Fo- I see you playing football. Out yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. I played a the little pickup game bowl or whatever you. It call felt it, like high man. school again, man. I was how like, how fun was that? Uh, it was not fun. The two days after that, I was on um, like, bed rest. Yeah, what my, happened to me? My body felt like it was ready to. I felt like I was eighteen. You didn't play tackle football, did you? It was it was touch with flags, touch, touch but with it a was little little contact here and there. People got hurt. <laughs> I think a guy rolled his ankle to the point where I thought it was broken, but I think he's okay now. Dude, I so. I, I, I would could only imagine what that house must be like with the, what kind of big parties do you guys have coming up? Uh, we they just did. Um, so I've been in town uh, for about two weeks now. I had surgery on my throat. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get uh, something removed. Um, I had tonsillitis or something like that. They had a little abscess on there. But it was nothing major, nothing crazy. Um, 
So I missed their last one, which I've never missed a party in a year. But they just, they just did the fourth or the St. Patrick's Day party. Oh, that'd be wild, man! I cannot wait to see the recap video from that because the stories I've heard made me want to get on a flight. <laughs> you know, even sick, I was just like, "What time do they start?" Um, what his parties? Yeah, like what time does so, the, that had to start? So early he does a morning. thing called a members weekend. So if you're a member of MikeBusey.com, um, he gives you a chance to come to his house and party with him personally and all the the cast of the entire oh, shows. Wow. So he does a three day party and they did um they did Friday to Sunday. So Friday at noon they opened the gates and people checked in and RSVP'd and for the St. Patty's thing? Yeah, there'll be a hundred people. And what he does is they, they camp out at his house. So around the we have a big lake. We have two lakes mm-hmm. and then one of them is like this giant lake where like there's looks like a campground. So they camp around the lake and they'll stay there for three days, all these members of this Damn, community. Dude. That's yeah, man, he's built like a like a Woodstock type thing. It's fucking crazy. It's man. unreal, That's man. So cool. What a it's dream. Just so much love. What a fucking that dream. And look what you get to live this it. whole thing too. And obviously, you're doing an awesome job. I yeah. mean, look what you're doing, man. The guy's growing. His visibility's never been higher. Yeah. I assume you guys uh, have other things in the works. You're, yeah. You're trying to figure out what makes sense at this point. Yeah. How do we continue to capitalize? Possibly a tour. A um, tour. Coming up for him. Yeah. When or, he, well, a tour, though, is that just like appearances at nightclubs and those kind of things? What um, are you thinking? A lot of nightclubs um, want him to do appearances. They want to take, they pretty much want him to take the Sausage Castle on the road. And that's yeah. what he does. Oh, man. That'd be so a- he comes out with the Busey Beauties with his girls and like yeah. there'll be like strip poles on stage and uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of read it are. Plus. Pool full of chocolate. <laughs> I will stop there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how much? I mean, people are getting paid to do club appearances, right? I mean, some people are getting yeah. paid like fifty grand an appearance, at yeah. least, right? Yeah, least. he's he's uh, he's well taken care of on that yeah. situation. Um, that he, seems to be especially like, in Orlando. He's well. I mean, he's he's an icon in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. He's right up there with like Tiger Woods and like. Oh, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal is a friend of his. I saw him on uh, yeah at your guys' house. Unreal, yeah. man. Shaq is. Did he come just, to the house, or did you guys see? him We actually else? went to a music video shoot that Mike and him co-starred in a music video shoot for this artist Bez Believe, and Bez is Shaq's artist. Shaq's doing like a little record label He's thing. Shaq Fu Radio, yeah, Shaq yeah, Fu Records, yeah, yeah. and um, Bez is his artist. And Mike was starring as the villain in the video. No, and Shaq shit. was one of the guys who got. Well, kidnapped. Mike looks like a villain, man. Well, you, you he played him, that role so well. You see man. him, man. If you looked just yeah. at the picture, you would you, you'd be like, dude, this guy looks scary. But based on what you're saying, and, he's you know, like a teddy bear, he's, man. He's a he's got he's got the the right vibe going on. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. I could idolize him, man. I, throughout the, all the partying he's done, he's never done drugs. No shit. He only drinks, if that. He doesn't do anything crazy. He, I mean, outside of some things, but he doesn't yeah, do anything yeah. like. He's not. He's, he's pretty not, much he, a straight arrow, other than drinking. You know what, man? You when, know? You, when you're building that and you start seeing this could be a business. Yeah. This is my livelihood. This yeah. is my lifestyle. You have so much to lose, man. When you start going veering too far off, he's you just know? been so doing it for so long that he knows his, what he's his doing. life is just on the whim every time. He doesn't yeah. want to. He doesn't want to mess it up at all. And he's with the team he's got in place. He never will. He yeah. never will. Uh, that's great, man. That, that's that's fantastic. Um, like you said, when you win a Grammy, man, you got Scott Tyler backstage. We went out fucking. We're gonna have to podcast from somewhere when you're winning that. I Grammy, think we're man. gonna have to do. We <laughs> might have to do this in Orlando. I think Dude, uh, I'll bring a little uh, one of these recorders on the road, and we'll just set I think up shop. We, we have a full podcast that he's getting ready to do. I can say that he's getting ready to launch a podcast. Um, that's going to change the game. Yeah, and I could say that. That's all is it I pretty be much li- say. Is it going to be li- from the house? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, he's already showed a little clips of it. Um, a little bit. That's the only reason why I can say it. But he is. Uh, 
He's going to. Well, take, you have a following, man. Yeah, you guys have a huge following. Yeah, and the thing about podcast is, hey, man, the, the the DJ can no longer tell you what you need to listen to. Of course, you know what I'm right. saying. Like that 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 shit is uh, yesteryear. And Sirius XM, they thought they were going to take over the the radio stuff. Uh-huh. Now they're gone because, or they're f- fading away because of podcast, man. Yeah, you can listen to music, you can listen to talk, you can listen yeah. to people like us, sports, news, whatever you want to listen to. Right. How it's Whatever staring. you want to listen yeah, to. Yeah, and you yeah. click download, you go play it in your car when you're yeah. driving if you want. I'd rather listen you know? to conversations and, oh, and like day, people's stories than listen to the same mumble rap on the radio. All day. And the know? radio the radio disc jockeys, whatever you call them these days, they're garbage. Their airtime is very limited. I do have some friends that work for um, for uh, 107.9, but I but they're not majority, garbage. But majority. Yeah, I get it. I get you know it. what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Obviously, you always have yeah, your yeah, outliers. No, no, no. I get it. You always have your outliers, but majority of these guys are like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, you know who's listening to this shit anymore? So, I feel bad for those dudes, man. Seriously. Yeah. But when you have an audience like you guys do, podcasting is the way to go. That's yeah, it's just something he. Sh- I think it's just the next another another stepping stone in in the direction of of social media. Is he going to be hosting it? Yeah. Okay. Along with the cast, I believe. I, I, I'm not sure how it's going to end up formatting, but we yeah. just have some ideas of what's going to happen. Well, you're going to be an expert after this show, so you, you'll be able to yeah, take, man. This take is, that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, hey, man, this, this is what you need. <laughs> this is how you got to do it. You guys it. just keep playing this episode over and over. <laughs> hey, man, how do people get a hold of you uh, mm. social media-wise? Uh, Instagram, I'm at RealTalkTim. Um, Twitter, I'm at RealTalkTim. And Facebook, I'm at Tim DePasquale. So... And that's D-E-P-A-S-Q-U-A-L-E. And I only respond certainly just on Facebook to family and friends. But Facebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter Instagram are my main ones. You, yeah. you do Snapchat, obviously. I do Snapchat. Real Talk Timmy. So it's T-I-M-M-Y. I wish I could have got Tim, but I got to pay the guy off. <laughs> he actually extorted me. The funny story, the guy the guy bought Real Talk Tim and uh-huh. tried to tried to act like he was me. Oh, come on. I sw- my first time ever being any sort of like... Included with like, like being a, like a doppelganger yeah, or yeah, like yeah. A, or like a catfish. My first time I ever experienced the guy extorted me. He said he wanted me to pay him fifteen hundred dollars for the name. For the name. So he he saw he knew, you on the other social media on, shit. Yep. And he yep. got you before you got onto Snap. He got no me before shit. I got on Snap. I swear. So how did you, what happened? You re- you reached out to him. Well, what happened was uh, he started to message people that I knew and pretend it was me, and it almost messed up a business re- a, a relationship of mine. And I had to go, and it got brought to my table, brought to the table to from that person. Was like, yo, man, this was a little bit rude that what you said. And I went back and looked at the screen name. I said, as much as you're not going to believe me, that's not me. No and I had shit. to show him my actual snap. Well, that and dude my, better be careful too, because you can go back at him. I mean, for, I'm for eventually gonna, I'm, you know what? I'm eventually gonna buy it, and, and then I'm gonna hit him with something crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, real talk, Tim, man. Yeah. Whoever you are out there, you're. Yeah, you're your in for it. Is coming. Your yeah, time it's is coming. Yeah, it's coming eventually. Uh, dude, thanks for coming, man. This is fun. We man, can, I, we can I, do I can't this. wait. We can do this for hours. Upon we could do a three-hour special. We could do a three-hour. You know, we'll do it like on a week weekend. Yeah. When we have a little more time, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, kick yeah. back. When are you when are you back in town next? I am uh, I am back the week of May twentieth. I'm oh, okay. home for Columbus Rock on the Range. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go out there and see a bunch of friends, and then come home for a couple of days and see family. Fuck yeah, man! Stay in touch. Dude, I'll be watching you. I'll absolutely, be watching. I can't man. wait to see what you have. On Thanks tab. for having me, man. This is awesome. This was fun. we already went for about 55 minutes. That's so, the I mean, time just, like just that, flew man. by, just man. Like we could, we have. I feel like we haven't even started. Yeah, I can't you wait know? for part two. We know a lot of people, know a lot of the same groups, yeah. and uh, look forward to seeing what you continue to do, man. We'll do part two soon. Thanks for having me, man. Great times. Thanks, Tim. All right, brother.